everyone. So today I wanted to talk about being black and being beautiful. Um, I was really touched by the video of the little girl Ariana that went viral earlier this week. Um, just her being convinced uh, that she wasn't beautiful. So let's talk about it. So initially when the video uh, was out there in the world, I saw it and of course as a black woman it uh, immediately captured my attention and um, there was a few messages um, in Twitter with people basically saying that perhaps we don't know why she was crying, why she was so upset, perhaps she was bullied to get this idea that she was um, ugly. And, you know, that also made me upset because, you know, I was like, nope, no, uh, listen to us, listen to black women, because we know this pain. We know this pain. We were all her at one point in our lives. We know the message. Yes, even though she's so young, she's already received the message loud and clear that she's not beautiful, that beautiful does not look like her. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. She sees it in every you know, princess ad in on TV in like a, a friggin commercial for, you know, shoes or um, toys or anybody. There's nobody that looks like her that's celebrated enough in her world. And the message is received loud and clear. It's so obvious that even a child can, you know, understand it and pick it up. So this is the kind of thing that we're talking about. This is the kind of evil that we're trying to fight when we say that we're told from day one that we're not enough. We're not good enough. We're not smart enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not enough to to be, to just be. We, we don't even get the opportunity to find out who we are before we're told who Ever that is because it comes in brown skin it's just not good enough it's ugly and so you know she wasn't bullied she's she's just a black girl in North America that's what those tears are that's what the tears are for and um, you know representation this is why you know we were you know, excited as a community for, you know, whenever we see representation in big budget, um, mainstream, I'm using air quotes, you can't see that, you know, uh, products is because we know that it's going to reach people. We know that little girls like Ariana are going to see this and they're going to feel good. They're going to see the the shine on Lapita's skin and they're going to feel hot. They're going to feel good. They're going to feel proud. They're going to sit up a little straighter and they're going to say, I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am good. You know, this is all good things. And it's, um, 
it's such an important feeling, you know, to feel that pride in yourself. Um, it's something that lasts a very long time. And it's, you know, I lived a very sheltered childhood and life and I'm so blessed and so lucky to have the parents that I had because this was instilled in me um, you know it wasn't until I got older and I already had a very clearly defined self sense of self um, that I you know it finally clued in that I wasn't you know what was thought of as beautiful but um, <laughs> you know I uh, I always thought of myself as beautiful. I thought of my mom and my aunts as beautiful. That was the kind of beauty that was celebrated. And I know that when I had those feelings, when I wanted, you know, the blonde Barbie, you know, it was a conversation in our house. It was like, why do you want this? What is this? Like, what does this mean to you? And it was like, no, child, child, trust me. You are, you are this, you are beautiful, you are perfect. You know, um, <laughs> you know, God didn't make any um, ugly babies. That's, you know, those are the kinds of message that I received. And, you know, I talk about it all the time, rightly or wrongly. Uh, I feel it. I feel it today. Um, still, you know, that kind of message when you're so young and you believe it is so powerful. And thank God, thank God I had it because it definitely shaped who I am. And, you know, <laughs> just a funny story. I just remember, uh, speaking of Barbies, back in my day, you know, having multicultural Barbies was not a thing. You had to fight. You had to fight for a black Barbie. And I remember uh, just one Christmas, um, I think there was like one Barbie in all of Canada. I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was different in America. But my parents just, you know, in the history, I think I was like, you know, maybe seven or eight years old they just full-on gave up and was like look child we're trying to get you this black barbie and like we just went around <laughs> driving around uh the city all different places trying to get this black barbie for me uh for christmas <laughs> they just full-on said like look we're gonna do our best and like every black family in canada was trying to get their hands on this doll um and it, that was the thing my parents understood the importance of representation of having me see myself in my toys and in my world and uh, it had a lasting lasting effect so march is women history month and watching the little the video of little ariana um, being so upset uh, made me think about uh, not just our history as women but as you know um, our history as black women because I knew um, just as I knew everybody that she was upset because she's receiving that message of that she's you know not good enough um, I wanted to think about what unites us um, and that's one of the things that unites us as uh, black women is you know that message that we feel about you know not being being told in very subtle uh, but very clear ways that we're not good enough and um, it's my reaction to that is you know how dare you not tell me that I'm not beautiful who are you to tell me that I'm not beautiful um, and 
it's just another way that we're devalued as people um, to be told that we're, you know, uh, comparing uh, black women to animals and, you know, that um, the where you're not deserving of any kind of love, you know, for women, unfortunately, a, a physical, attra- everyone wants to be physically attractive, men and women, but, you know, it's just an added insult because, you know, I'll t- talk about the sexism later, but it's just, you know, women's value is tied up in their appearance. And so, you know, no woman wants to admit this as a feminist, we can't admit this, but everyone wants to be, you know, seen as attractive. I think that's a fairly reasonable request. Um, And it's just, um, it's just another way of insulting black women and putting us down. And I love, 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 love that as black women, we are united in the sense that we say F you to those ideals. You know, in the 70s, we, you know, had this mass movement and, you know, black women were showing off their beautiful natural hair. They had their froze going. And, you know, they said, yeah, we aren't white and we don't want to be. That is not our standard of beauty. You need to come up to our standard of beauty. Try and do this with your hair. You know what I mean? And I just, I love that attitude. I love that we have that in us, that power, that that power of black women. That's what unites us. It excites me that, you know, we had that reaction in us that it's, um, it's a thing of beauty. It's a strength that I'm proud of, that I know uh, runs through me, that I feel it. And I, you know, um, I have that pride. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it shows the strength of what it means to be a black woman in North America that we fight. We fight at the very basic level. At the very basic level, of course, there's, you know, bigger issues of human rights and, you know, fighting to save lives. But I love that there's also the strength in us to stand up to this mundane, uh, everyday um need or or, yeah it's a need to feel attractive and beautiful and that we can stand up and say you know what my hair is good enough my nose is my hair is sorry I shouldn't say good enough my hair is stunning it's not uh, it doesn't have to be straight to be beautiful my nose doesn't have to be small to be beautiful my skin doesn't have to be fair to be beautiful there's beauty in who I am as well. And, you know, growing up, I loved um, Grace Jones. Like, she was uh, so stunningly beautiful to me. And uh, I know she had like this reputation for being wild, but I just didn't see it. Those cheekbones, that jaw, like, I just thought she was stunning. I wanted... (laughs) I remember wanting like uh, I I think I've talked about this before my hair unfortunately is it can't sustain like it's a white person would call it an afro but it can't sustain a pick it's unfortunate but you know I wanted that flat top haircut like when I was older and I went back and like watched old videos of her like in Conan the Barbarian I was like oh my gosh like yes yes how do I make all of that happen and of course 
uh, there was other things about her appearance that was risque that was quickly shut down in my uh, very conservative family but <laughs> but I mean I just I again I I don't know what it was maybe it was self protection or whatever the case may be is but I ignored a lot of messaging about um black women not being beautiful and good enough until I was older to really contemplate that you know when I was uh surrounded um by more white culture but I always had that strong background to me to be exposed to you know uh, my people in any way, shape, or form. I, I think I probably saw some things that were inappropriate for my age, but my parents were like, well, they're black people, and it let the child see it. And <laughs> I think um, it also happens when you have an older sister, you get exposed to things. But it was just, it was so important to me because, um, you know, having seen black models and um, just everything, I just thought, wow, these women are beautiful. And I, I, I didn't feel badly sort of gravitating to people that looked more like me. I just sought them out more and found them more. I mean, we um, subscribed to like Essence Magazine and I remember looking through that thing when I could hardly read, um, but you know, the images were there and it's powerful. And so I identified with that more and I didn't have to look uh, into things that didn't really fit me. I always found something that I could look up to that's something that fit me my mold as well and that's so important for young women and I love that people are reaching out to Ariana and just trying to change that um that story in her and change that because it's it'll it'll make a huge difference and um having self-love is important for all people um and not just people of color but for everybody and um because of racism, people of color have to work a bit harder at it. And um, yeah, I think we just need to continue our messaging even louder of being black and being beautiful so that all the little girls of color uh, hear it. So thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time.